Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and through the internet deliver it to you. Today, uh, and my name is Reverend Todd Leddick, uh, today I'm bringing to you uh, part four of a four-part series entitled Summer of Love with today's message specifically entitled Loving God based off of Mark chapter 2 verses 23 through 28. So let's dive into the word today. One day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat. But the Pharisees said to Jesus, Look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them, Haven't you ever read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the days when Abiathar was high priest and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the needs and requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Amen. Yes, Jesus loved to challenge people, no doubt. We live in a world that tells us go, 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 go. Idle time makes for the devil's playground, we've been told. Yet, friends, let me share a little secret with you. And I want you to bend close if you can, because I'm going to whisper this so nobody else can hear it. To regularly set aside time to rest and worship demonstrates our love. Did you hear that? I'll say that again. To regularly set aside time to rest and worship demonstrates our love for God. Okay, I'll say it out loud. Because it is good news. And we we want to hear good news, right? To regularly set aside time to rest and worship demonstrates our love for God. Now, lately, I've been on a path of uh, self-discovery. Really, this entire pandemic has been such a time for me. Like, there are always, you know, seasons of reflection and self-discovery that we we go through. I, I... I feel we are, or should, always be learning more and more about ourselves. One such thing that I have learned about myself, I really, really, really do have an anxiety issue. I mean, sure, all humans have stress and anxiety. I mean, that's just a common human condition, right? But they don't have it like I have it. You see, it turns out that even hearing a car driving down the 
street gives me anxiety. And as you can hear in the background, there's not just cars going down the street right now. There are sirens, and that gives me anxiety. I mean, that may give normal people anxiety, but just hearing a car drive down the street just gives me anxiety. I'm not sure why. Um, being around groups of people makes me anxious. Heck, I've discovered that up until recently, there wasn't really any time I could think of that I was not stressed and anxious. And of course, that feeds into the depression I have suffered from and I've talked about from time to time. Now, by anxiety, let me give you a quick peek into what I mean. I'm not talking about worrying or nervousness alone. Those things would be easy enough to cope with. By anxiety, I mean a constant heaviness, stemming from a never-ending knot in your stomach. I mean panic attacks where blood pressure and breathing rates go through the roof for no apparent reason. I'm talking about the kind of anxiety that can drive one's decisions and paralyze oneself from acting on anything at all. By anxiety, I mean mental illness, not normal responses to stressors around, but mental illness. Something I'm not ashamed to admit I suffer from. I, I think more people suffer from mental illness than, than realize, and in fact I would say that all do to some extent. It's just a varying degree. I mean, which, which human being out there, think about this, which human being out there doesn't get sick? Which body out there doesn't get sick? Everybody gets sick right? Well, it stands to reason that every mind gets sick from time to time, too. So every human being suffers from mental illness, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a fact of life. We have a mind, and the mind needs to be cared for. And, you know, uh, sometimes uh, things happen that cause the mind to go a little haywire, and just like the rest of the body. It's, it's the same difference, but yet we stigmatize this particular illness over others, and it doesn't make sense. But we all suffer from stuff in our brokenness. And perhaps your pain is similar to mine. Perhaps not. Regardless, suffering is a part of the human condition, and we all endure it at varying degrees of endurance. So, back to my self-realization. I recognize that I was... Suffering from a level of anxiety that I could not dismiss or ignore. And I sought out help, treatment for my anxiety. Now, I have very, a very minimal, healthy, um, uh, you know, amount of anxiety now that I've been treating it. It's been wonderful. And I'm beginning to see how that anxiety was destroying my life. So, so I sought treatment because I recognized I had all this time to self-reflect, as we all did in the pandemic. And I began to realize I, I, had, I had to do something about it. You know, it got to a point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. Um, and now 
I, I feel great. I'm completely uh, chill, like no worry, no stress, um, you know, minus the average normal natural dose of, you know, anxiety that people have on any given day when things rise up as they do. But I'm coping with it, and things are great. Um, on Thursday, I was working on stuff that needed to get done when I noticed that my <laughs> my MacBook needed to be recharged. Normally, I would have picked up the MacBook, brought it inside, plugged it in, and kept working, but I realized I was hungry and tired. So I non-anxiously put my work down and rested until my MacBook was charged and I could work outside again. Note, I did not take a vacation there. I did not take any longer than an hour or so of a break. But that little break made all the difference. Thanks to my anxiety being under control, I could actually stop and take time for myself. <laughs> wow. Novel. Novel thought. Too bad it took me 42 years and a pandemic to figure it out. As a society, we tend to overschedule. Our entire existence is centered on schedules and deadlines, from jobs to school to sports to clubs to organizations to church to family and a plethora of other things. I mean, I, just yesterday and Wednesday, uh, the previous Wednesday, um, I volunteered at the Rotary booth for uh, seven hours each shift, uh, about. And, and you know... Um, you know, there's tons of things like that, that that just preoccupy our time, and they're all good things. They're all good things. Uh, we are booked from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep. And that time is getting less and less and less. Yet despite that, despite that people are finding good ways to rest and find restoration, despite that. Despite the fact that, that we're getting busier and busier, people are finding good ways to rest and find restoration. Some are choosing to opt to worship and give online as they need to recuperate and seek healing from various ailments or illnesses. Some, like myself, are choosing to stop working and working and working away and let it wait for the next day in order to play a little. That's not a bad thing. In fact, that's a very healthy thing. And by the time Jesus began teaching, Sabbath rest had become a very stringent, legalized practice. There were several hundred things a law-abiding Jew could not do on the Sabbath. In fact, law-abiding Jews had to count their very steps, even, even and only to pick things up if it were necessary. I want you to think about that. You have, imagine having to count your steps and make sure you didn't go over a certain amount. And you could only pick things up if it were necessary. Like if your baby fell, you picked the baby up. That's okay. But you know, do you have to pick up the bottle? So, um, 
just just imagine just imagine that so throughout the bible jesus has various encounters with the pharisees concerning the sabbath jesus was breaking the sabbath law over and over and over again jesus did not see sabbath as a restrictive joyless practice it, instead it was a time to share with others a time of healing a time to extend love a time to extend grace now let's pause to consider ways Jesus invites people into Sabbath. I mean, the scriptures tell us quite clearly. He invites people into silence, into uh, contemplative periods of withdrawal. He invites people into prayer and, of course, into fellowship. In his book, Wrestling with Rest, Nathan Stuckey notes that Jesus only spends one Sabbath day alone. He spends the rest in various types of community. So being with others in fellowship, particularly centered around Jesus, is one way for people to find Sabbath rest and even healing. Another of Jesus's favorite Sabbath activities, healing. Jesus also points to Sabbath time as a holy time. Sabbath rest helps us create space to honor God. That's important, folks. It's, it's vital in our lives. To set time apart to build a loving relationship with God. The Gospels also indicate that sometimes Jesus worked on the, or worshipped on the Sabbath. For example, when Jesus read scripture at the synagogue in Nazareth on the Sabbath. At other times, he recharged by spending time in prayerful solitude. For example, right before Jesus met up with his disciples on the lake in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 23. We can see that there are different ways to Sabbath at different times and when we have different needs. Each of us has the ability to take time apart with God. Making time for Sabbath is at least as important as scheduling other tasks. Let me ask you this. Consider how you are going to spend some quality time with God and also rest. Perhaps you will read the Bible each morning or evening. Perhaps you will set apart specific times for prayer. Perhaps you will go to a place like Sunrise Mountain and meditate on God's glorious creation. There are many ways to draw closer to God, and Sabbath gives us the time and space to do so. When we do, we discover that our God is indeed a loving God. In fact, God created the Sabbath out of love for us so that we could rest, enjoy life, play a little, and grow 
in relationship with God. What does it mean to take a Sabbath? How might you let some things go to make space and time to spend time with God? What ways can we as a Christian community help you to make Sabbath a practice? What things can we offer? Or perhaps, what things could you offer? To promote Sabbath and rest as a spiritual discipline, possibly? Together, let's journey toward building loving friendships, loving community, and a loving family in the name of our loving God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let the summer of love continue in our lives and hearts now and always. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I thank you and praise you for this person who is listening right now, whoever that is. Uh, whoever is listening to this right now, I thank you for them, Lord. Because you have brought them here to be challenged. To be challenged and reminded of your love and the love you call us to live in. You've challenged us, Lord, to grow in your love and to be a loving people just as you are a loving God. And so we thank you, Lord, for all who are listening and being challenged by this and who are growing in their faith and in their discipleship. But in all these things, Lord, we pray, praise you and thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Friends, thank you for joining. It is always great to have you. Um, as always, uh, check out the episode notes. You'll see links there to give. If this is uh, something that you feel called to do, we'd love to have you uh, support support this. This is a ministry I put on free. Um, comes out of my own personal pocket. And uh, I do it because I'm called to. And I, and I love the fact that, uh, that I get to do this on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, friends, let us, let us make sure that we glorify God in all that we do and support ministries uh, that, that really spread the good news to all people. But in all things, remember, you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.